0: Podcast where we talk about real family matters in your marriage, your family life, or divorce. We're glad you're here with us. My name is Steve Robin, and I'm joined today by my friends and colleagues Jamie Sabatini, Liz Devine Youssin, and Dr. Mark Lund.
1: Thanks, Steve. If we were to tell you that there's a safe, quick, and effective way to feel happier, vibrant, and loved, what would you do for the secret? In today's episode, we're going to reveal the way to achieve this and so much more. What's the secret? Hugging.
2: Wow. You know, it's wonderful. I'm gonna just put my doctor hat on for a moment. So as a physician, we're all about trying to either maintain health or bring people back into their health. And one incredible way of healing is actually hugging. Research has actually shown that hugging is an extremely effective way to reduce sickness, to heal some disease or to help the disease heal, loneliness is improved, depression is reduced, anxiety and stress, and we all know we've got so much anxiety and stress. Well, there's actually a reason the body does this. When we, when we hug, when we touch, we actually have a couple things happen. Number one is we have uh, endorphins released, and those are sort of these feel-good hormones. In addition, As we hug, particularly when we do the type of hugging that we're gonna describe in a couple moments here, what happens is we release oxytocin. And oxytocin is also known as the cuddle or the love hormone. When a mother first gives birth, lots of oxytocin is released, and that's one of the reasons that she will always love that baby. And we all have oxytocin, and when we hug, it's released. It actually helps us physiologically. Our brain is being improved to love and changed to love the person who is giving it to us. And in addition, we also have some dopamine, which is sort of that feel-good hormone again. So when we hug each other, there's actual physical things that happen to us, hormones that are released that really help us to feel so much better, to respond better, and to move forward in our lives. And therefore, it helps us to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, etc. So it's a critical thing, and we're gonna help you to see how you can do this,
0: not only for your love in your life for your relationship but also for yourself and you know what mark that's that's uh, that's right on and you know we all know that when we meet somebody that we haven't seen for a while and we hug them um... it's really an acknowledgment of their presence and it's really saying to them you know you're you're great i, I really care about you and sometimes we even get into a longer embrace and i think the longer embrace says you're more than okay i really really care about you and i'm really acknowledging who you are and I think that gets everything off to the, to, a, to a start and it sets the tone for where this can go.
1: Did you ever hug somebody when they're crying and uh, they kinda wanna let go but you don't let them go and you start to feel them? their shoulders come down, their breathing get a little easier? Part of it is because the longer you hug, I love that you were saying this, the longer you hug a person, the more vulnerable they feel, the more trusting they feel, mm. the, more, the cal- more calm they feel. Hugs are very soothing. I mean, why do why do babies respond when we pick them up when they're crying and we just hug them? Uh, it's because they just need to be soothed. And in those moments when a person is is really upset, if you can come in and, and just hold them and give them that deep hug, they say a 20-second hug is really the hug that, that really makes people feel, um, again, uh, validated, affirmed, loved, all those things. And I think it's it's been it's been proven, and I'm pretty sure most people can relate to that hugging to somebody who's been crying like that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I, I like I like that, and that's that makes me think of the um, kind of the the psychosocial development of, of of babies and children of all of us, and it comes down to that trust factor, safety, and that stress that stress level, and even in those early years of development. Um, like you said when you hug a baby they stop crying like when you hold them close to them they stop crying um the whole you know um, physical act of nursing a baby like the baby's close Mm -hmm. to the mom's body and warmth and held in there and there's security there and there's trust that's built there and there's a reassurance which leads to more happiness more love more calm more uh, less stress um and i i i kind of like to think of it um in in two different ways this connection that you have with people right that it could be that it is is a consistent connection and then like a random connection and the consistent connections are those rituals that you have you know the the, the good morning hugs the good night hugs the the greetings hello and goodbye right and then there's those random ones like you know when your little kids you know your kids are little and they get the boo-boo right and you, you hug them and all of a sudden the boo-boo's better, right? Like mm-hmm. you, the, the boo-boo's still there. It's still bleeding, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden the boo-boo's better. Or um, in a celebration, you know, you're celebrating. You, know, you haven't done anything to contribute to this, this awesome event, but you hug, you know, the hug happened and somehow that person feels like you acknowledge them and you're part of, part of their, their win, right? In um, forgiveness, you know, sometimes we don't agree. Sometimes we're never going to agree. But we get to a point where we just accept and we hug, and the hug just is almost—it's like the the handshake, right—that we're going to move forward.
1: Yeah, it's the hug it out,
3: right? Um, so I I like to think of it in in two different ways, you know, the consistency and the random, and we need them both, right? They're they're at the foundation level of a of a relationship.
2: One hundred percent, and and that's really important, you know the. The human connection occurs in all sorts of different ways. So that that kind of quote-unquote bro hug, you know, or or that the hug for the celebration, you know, with the pats on the back and excitement. Those are important. It connects us. On the other hand, that 20-second, 20 25-second hug where you pull someone in and you hold them, that's where you start to see those changes in the oxytocin, in the serotonin, in right. the dopamine. That's where you start to get... The widest range of, of benefits that you know, quick, hey, five second kind of uh, bro hug. Uh, Steve, you and I did that on the on the way into uh, the recording this morning, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ja- Jamie's sort of, <laughs> of the same way, you know. It's like, hey, good to see you, but it's not that 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 hold and hug that helps to release those other hormones and have some of the other benefits. So, um, you know, if we're gonna talk about really hugs, everything's good, but if we want to really talk about how you deepen that connection with that one special person put those dedicated you know extra seconds into really holding for both of you well yeah. I,
1: I'm sorry um, what I wanted to say was the 20 second hug think about it think about it. you can make somebody feel so much better in 20 seconds you can elevate their mood you can create happiness within them with 20 seconds we always talk about simplicity and simplicity always is is always the winner of of anything we always make things in life so much more complicated but if you can give a 20-second hug five, six times a day, I mean, do the math, it's, it's nothing in order to connect to your partner
0: or yeah, your kids. absolutely, and I think uh, it, it really tells people that they're accepted for who they are, and it really tells them that all things are possible and attainable, and it's a way to give kindness, and kindness, you know, the, the whole idea of, you know, degrees and, and diplomas and status and cars or whatever. you know, kindness is a thing that we wanna get to, and I think, you know, as we get older and older, We start to realize that the most fulfilling moments that we have in our lives are when we are exchanging kindness, giving kindness, or receiving kindness. And a hug is a way to set the stage for all of that.
3: Mm. Steve, I really like what you just said, and it reminds me of um, kind of that looking back perspective. You know, like we're in the present and we're looking at the now and we worry about the future, but then when we get to the future and we look back, what are we going to remember? Like, are we going to. Uh, yeah, we remember some things that were said, but we remember what was said because of how it made us feel, right? Exactly. So this ties into the feeling. And, uh, right, any relationship, whether it's spouse, friends, mother, daughter, father, son, there's hills and there's mountains and there's valleys and there's gullies, right? And we're going to experience them all. And somehow creating this foundation, right, this this loving foundation makes it that we don't experience too many valleys and too many mountains. We kind of have some gullies and some hills and it just makes it a little bit smoother a- as you go along.
0: Yeah, and it, it it almost tells us that it doesn't really matter what we experience or what happens, but we know that we're going to land in a safe place and we know that love is going to prevail.
2: You know, it's really interesting because we we talk on uh, numerous occasions about the different sort of parts of the brain, you know, the, the part that helps us think and do calculus uh the part that keeps our heart rate and our breathing and our temperature and the thing in the middle the limbic system well the limbic system and and there are cert- certain areas that really store memories and what we're starting to really understand is that memories are stored as emotion we have facts around that that come up with the emotion you know, if we think about it, when we were a child, we got called up to, I'm going to date myself with the blackboard, I guess the whiteboard now, but, you know, and, and you didn't know how to solve the math problem or you didn't know where to put the, 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 you know, semicolon and you felt embarrassed. You had a lot of emotion around it. You don't forget that that experience. So memories are stored as emotion. And really what you're saying, Jamie, is this is a wonderful way to help to lock in those emotions, to really help to make that life appear in your brain and in truth. Very, very rich, very happy, uh, very joy-filled, and potentially as, as uh, beautiful as being blissful.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, hugs, hugs keep us present. It keeps us in the present. I was thinking about what you said, Jamie, with the, you know, when you go ahead, then you look back and you're talking about, people get so caught up in, in what they did wrong in the past and fears of the future, and a beautiful thing about a hug is it absolutely keeps you in the present. It, it, it doesn't matter what's coming 10 minutes later, it doesn't matter what happened 10 minutes before, right in that moment, you get to just, as you as you like to say, disrupt, just give that hug, um, whether it's a greeting, because you haven't seen somebody a long time, you just wanna squeeze them tightly, that's, you're in the moment, or it's somebody crying and they're really upset. You, you take them out of the moment and just keep, ground them and make them be present, and it's really incredible that the way that hugs can do that, and again, simple,
0: you know, everything's a feeling, and it it, it kind of reminds me of a, a Maya Angela quote where she said, "When you meet, when you think about a meeting that you had a few months ago or six months ago, you'll never remember exactly what the person did or what they said, but they'll but you'll remember exactly how they made you feel."
2: Exactly, and you know, we we don't need to necessarily always look for the time that the the person is crying or the or the the individual is. Um, uh, you know um, is, is sad or, or happier has just one we can look for those times in which you know we're just wanting to connect
3: yes it's almost like a vitamin mm. it's like a vitamin you know we take our vitamins we just pop them in our mouth we go about our day right this is like the vitamin um, I don't know if anyone knows uh, Sadie Lincoln she's the CEO of Bar three um, she talks openly about her hug routine that she shares with her husband and she says that she never leaves for work for work. Before embracing in a 20 second hug. She calls the moment of physical touch nourishing and says that they both crave the contact. She even said, and I quote her, um, we both calm the F down. Like it's just (laughs) their medicine, their vitamin that just sets
1: sets them forward. Well, and you know, there was a, a speaking of a vitamin, um, in 2015 there was a study, uh, researchers from Carnegie Mellon looked at the effects that hugs had on the immune system. And they wanted to know that if the people who felt loved were less susceptible to the common cold and they were 32% more immune, they had more of an immune boost because of the hugging. Absolutely. I mean, that's amazing, right? It's
0: understandable.
3: Could you imagine going to the doctor, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we've talked about this. And, and the prescription is, um, okay, one hug per day, 20 seconds each for, for, for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. <laughs> And that was your remedy i, I like love it. Yeah. love Beautiful.
0: it. you know the emotional thing's big, you know
2: better than, that's better than medicine you know it's it's amazing. so my specialty, as you all know uh, was was lung medicine, pulmonary medicine, and the intensive care and the critical care. But the fact of the matter is, is that so much of whatever a doctor does is about emotion it is it is psychology. it's helping to work with people. Um, they all come in with different things and and so much of what we see is either stress-induced or stress-exacerbated. It's magnified by stress, by anxiety, by things we have going on. Um, the ability to just settle into yourself, to relax, to have that special person be able to give you that hug, be able to take those breaths and step away from the precipice of, of this anxiety and stress is so important. Um I don't know how many of my colleagues would ever write that prescription, but it's a beautiful prescription if you think about it because it is so impactful. Most things we do have a small little impact. If you think about it, that, hug just broadens everything, your health, your well-being, your happiness, your relationships, the way you feel, the, the, the way you may or may not get sick. You know, It's so impactful, really, in 360 degrees.
1: Well, and they're validating. Hugs mean you matter. If somebody's taking the time to give you a hug— you matter and we all need those validating moments in our in our lives and the more that that we help to make people feel mattered whether it's our spouse our partners our friends our kids uh the the greater their their self-esteem is
2: If, if you think about it you know people talk about there are six human drivers or six human needs and we're not talking about maslow but but six human needs which are certainty uncertainty um you need love and connection you need significance growth and contribution a hug takes care of at least three of them immediately Mm -hmm. it it tells you that you're having love and connection it tells you that you're significant you're important to somebody in the world because they're taking the time to do it and what does a hug do it gives you certainty you feel certain every one of us has the ability in a sense particularly when we're sick to go back toward that more infant approach to being alive and we wanna have people care for us. As soon as somebody hugs you, as an infant, you feel certain, you feel secure. The same thing happens no matter how old you are. So really, it's so important on so many levels.
0: You know, and, and you know, it really can be said, when you, when you give to someone else, you're really giving to yourself as well, so everybody benefits.
3: So, I like to be a realist, right? I, and there are some people that have not grown up with, with hugging, right, in, mm-hmm. their, in their years. Um, there are some people that are uncomfortable with hugging, even though they've had it growing up, right? So what, what, you know, what would we say would be a good small step if someone
1: were to try something like this um, that's it's new to them? Well, certainly you need to, if you, if you know that the person that you want to hug is not into hugging, you, you just ask. You invite it. Uh, some people need that invitation to get a hug, whereas others just, you know, arms are out and they're ready to get on in there. But it's, it's, well, hugging is supposed, if hugging is supposed to make somebody feel good, and you know that that person is a little uncomfortable with it, it certainly would require an ask.
2: I think you're right, it requires the ask. It also requires the vulnerability of a, of a conversation. If you understand that someone pulls back from you when you go to give them a hug, or, or you understand that they really do know that um, they are um, uh, you know not into hugging having that conversation you know look you are the most important person to me and i want us to have this connection you know i understand that it has all these benefits can we have a discussion about how we can how we can create this for us
0: Start off maybe in little tiny bites and be able to move yourself forward, well, but the conversation is important. And you know what, Mark? A tiny bite might just be something as simple as a fist bump, because a fist bump can be something that tells somebody that they're okay and I'm acknowledging you, and you know it can it can start to do the things that, that a hug can do. Whatever the start, you know where we
2: start is not where we finish. So if it's the fist bump, if it's you know that quick little you know bro hug and then back away if it um uh, can go from there to to a uh, three to five second embrace to the 10 you build up into it and you get used to it and you start to feel that positive energy
3: there's there's a a mother and daughter that i work with and um the daughter's a teenager so of course it's a you know a, a, a time of transition we'll put it that way right and um what they do is they do almost like a um oh boy, I'm going to date myself now, like an ET uh, <laughs> finger, okay, and they both hold up their ET fingers, and they connect their their ET fingers, and they hold that for about 20 seconds. That's wow. Way. That's wonderful. And it's awesome, because it doesn't matter where they are, it it's totally translatable, right? It, but they know between the two of them, and the energy that flows between those two fingers, that's why I call it ET finger, you know, when it would light up at the mm-hmm. tip, and okay um, <laughs> um, it's just so energizing and it's their way of connecting and expressing themselves and this is between a mom and a teenage daughter and I'm sure there are a lot of people listening right now that would love to have a you know a Whoa. deeper richer connection between them and their teenage son or daughter as they you know as as they grow together they transition together and I some people don't feel like they're growing together but you are you you are Absolutely. growing together and then keeping it on the together instead of streaming you know streaming apart
2: you know again we, we uh, as coaches look at things as goal-setting and that's not the topic for today but if we think about it when we're setting goals it, it's we need things that are are smart goals in a sense things that, that can be measured things that can be realistic uh, things that can be timely but the time doesn't need to be tomorrow or next week you can set upon a path and you can understand and see how you're gaining and at your own speed and again, connection
0: begets connection. You know, and, and, and you know, whether it's a fist bump or a hug or, or the fingers touching, it's a way to acknowledge the other person let the other person know that, you know, that they're important and they matter. And from there, everything, you know, everything can grow.
1: Absolutely, and so the topics that we try to bring to you are topics that are important because you matter.
3: So thank you so much for joining us. You can reach us at ties that bind podcast at gmail.com until next time. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.